Rainmaker FM. And welcome back to another special edition of The Writer Files. I am your host, Kelton Reed. And in the cliffhanger conclusion to my chat with author and publishing consultant Jody Archer, we're joined this week by Dr. Matthew Jockers, English professor and dean at the University of Nebraska and co-author of the internationally acclaimed book, The Bestseller Code, Anatomy of the Blockbuster Novel. We'll talk about Matt's game-changing research at the heart of the book, the two authors' new consulting service for writers based on the algorithm they developed at Stanford, and the author report from my beta test of the service. For 11 years, Matt was a lecturer and embedded academic technology specialist in the Department of English at Stanford University, and there he co-founded and directed the paradigm-shifting Stanford Literary Lab. In 2014, Matt also worked as a principal research scientist for iBooks at Apple. His work on the bleeding edge of text mining and digital humanities established him as an expert at the crossroads of technology and fiction. His work helped lead to the award-winning algorithm behind the bestseller code, honed over four years text mining 20,000 contemporary novels using around 300,000 data points and able to predict bestsellers 80% of the time. Matt and Jody were hounded by writers from all over the world for help with their manuscripts. And on the heels of their international success and winning a Breakthrough Innovation of the Year award, Jody and Matt have founded a unique book consultancy for authors, publishers, and agents based on the algorithm in the bestseller code. Beginning December 1st, 2017, ArcherJockers.com will offer three tiers of service to authors, single manuscript analysis, series analysis, and a VIP service. In part two of this file, Jody, Matt, and I discuss how Matt found the intersection of words and computing at the dawn of the internet, why Archer and Jockers became a personalized service for authors and not just another app, who should and shouldn't send their manuscripts to the service, what exactly the bestsellerometer measures when it looks at your book, the benefits of distant reading versus close reading for fiction, how to perfect your manuscript before submission to the service, and how my own novel fared against the algorithm. Stay tuned. The Writer Files is brought to you by the all-new Studio Press Sites, a turnkey solution that combines the ease of an all-in-one website builder with the flexible power of WordPress. It's perfect for authors, bloggers, podcasters, and affiliate marketers, as well as those selling physical products, digital downloads, and membership programs. If you're ready to take your WordPress site to the next level, see for yourself why over 200,000 website owners trust StudioPress. Go to rainmaker.fm slash studiopress now. That's rainmaker.fm slash studiopress. And if you're a fan of the writer files, please click subscribe to automatically see new interviews as soon as they're published. And we are back on the writer files today with the thrilling conclusion to my chat uh, with co-author of the bestseller code, Anatomy of the Blockbuster Novel, uh, Jody Archer, um, who I had the pleasure to chat with in our last episode, and now also have the pleasure of having Professor Matthew Jockers joining us today. Matt, how are you? I'm great, Kelton. Thanks. Yeah, and Matt's the co-author of the bestseller code. So Jody and I teased a service that uh, she and Matt are launching as of uh, December 1st, 2017. So if you're picking this up a bit after that, the service will be live. I mentioned that in the previous episode as well. And uh, yeah, if you haven't read the book, also pick up a copy of the bestseller code uh, for some of the uh, 
nuggets there. But Matt, do you want to maybe catch us up a little bit on your background? You have a pretty, pretty uh, different background than Jody, but but equally as interesting path to um, the book and the service and everything that you guys do now. So maybe just a little bit of your origin and, and background and um, both the uh, interesting world of text mining, digital humanities and, and publishing, et cetera. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I began very much as a traditional English major. I think uh, I read somewhere you were an English major as well. I was, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think I also saw that you started in architecture, which I also did for a semester. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weird. But, uh, I, yeah, I, this was, uh, of course, in the 80s. Uh, and I happened to be in college about the time that personal computers were really beginning to become a thing. I remember very well the um, Apple commercial in 1984. But um, even though I sort of became quite interested in computers, it wasn't where I thought my passion was. And so I pursued a very traditional um, English degree, went on to graduate school, wrote a traditional dissertation, but all along the way um, had this sort of side interest in computation. And somewhere during my PhD program, I began to realize that the two things could find a comfortable home together. Um, and it was really in the in the mid early 90s, I guess, when the internet was uh, sort of born and more and more material began to be digitized. And I, I started to uh, realize that computation could be a way of digging into texts. Yeah. And you co-wrote this uh, fantastic book using both uh, text mining and a handful of other um, algorithms that you've designed with Jody. Right. Yeah. And now we are at this fantastic service that you're offering. So let's talk a little bit about that. And then, and of course, the kind of the genesis of how the book turned into the service, maybe you're a little bit of your thinking behind that, or maybe Jody, if you want to jump in on that one too. Really, the, uh, the service has been prompted by the response to the book. When we wrote the book, we wrote it really as a, it wasn't, our full intention to make it as a kind of preface to uh, working with authors in any direct way. But the response of the book has been so many emails from authors saying, um, now, hey, I, I know you say this isn't a how-to book, but I've learned so much about my own craft from reading it. Would you consider looking at my my manuscript? Would you consider offering a service? And, and we got a few, and then after a few months when we'd really got a lot of these emails um, I called Matt and said, we, we need to come up with an answer to this uh, request. And um, we've been working on what we think the right answer is for the last, what would you say, six months, Matt, or more? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we toyed with various ideas. We had interest from other companies. that, um, But I think Jody and I were both very passionate about Something that was very writer and reader focused. Yeah. Once we figured out that there was a way where we could really reach out to that audience, I think that's when it clicked for us that this was the right thing to do. We've decided that, um, you know, people have offered to run services for us, but we, we've really decided that um, what what we offer that's unique is um, all this all this history that the two of us have. And, and we've tried how, how could we teach that to other people so that they could help authors um, and we just keep finding where wherever we go it was the same when we worked together in Silicon Valley that 
we just have these two PhD backgrounds and, and worlds of experience around books from different perspectives that put together, we don't really know how to transmit it to somebody else to be mm. able to uh, interpret the algorithm in the right way and talk about um, a book in a way that's helpful for authors using and contemporary authors using all these masses of data. So um, we decided to just stay central to the service and make ourselves available. So we won't be able to put um, 24 hours of every day on it, but certainly a dedicated time of our, our weeks. And um, the two of us will look um, at every manuscript that we offer the service on. So we're keeping it as um, as personal to our training as, as we possibly can. And we're really excited about it. We love talking to authors. Yeah, you definitely both seem to have a passion for for um, connecting with authors. And so when when authors are thinking about you know, checking out the service and, and what you have to offer. Are you targeting particular fiction, like genre fiction? Um, are you encouraging, you know, I know that in our last talk, Jody, I pitched you my book, which is a, a more, a little bit more literary on the literary side. Um, and we can talk about that more, obviously, because I am a guinea pig now. And uh, that's part of our call here um, to get to actually dig into um, the results from the, um, the bestseller code service, but do you recommend that um, when authors come to the service that they have a like a finished manuscript? Should it be a particular type of manuscript or length? Um, that's a good question. We work exclusively with fiction at the moment, and we are non-genre specific, um, much like the bestseller list. Any any genre can can make it there, including literary works. And so, while we aren't um, offering the service to Nonfiction writers or anyone that's you know really targeting a children's market either um, anything that's fiction for adults um, and even some YA uh, we talked about that today can fly and of of typical um, you know novel length and I know that that varies but um, not just a short story you really need to have a yeah a, a novel and um, a, yeah a novella maybe um, but but it's really novels in any genre. Well, let's dig into the results of, of my author report, which I received, yeah. to, I received today and I was very nervous to, to, uh, to get the news back. So I'm excited, um, to be, uh, one of the beta testers for, for the service and, and, um, so that we can kind of experience firsthand. I, I understand that you, uh, will be offering a video conference to authors to kind of dig into their report once that report comes back. Do you want to tell us a little bit about like when you're actually plugging it into the, the bestsellerometer kind of uh, what that looks like or how long that takes to get kind of uh, dig into that information before you chat with authors about the results? Sure. So there are certain sort of requirements about the manuscript that first have to be taken into consideration. Like um, if someone sends us something with running headers or something like that, I've got to remove those. So there's a little bit of hand prep, but um, once the document is in sort of a plain text format, it's, uh, it's run through this process, which extracts something on the order of about 2,800 different data points. Wow. And those data points we separate into four primary categories, thematics, stylistics, plot, and character. And then for each of those categories, 
the machine analyzes those data points and reports back to us information about those four things. The, the process itself actually outputs um, a series of data files that we then read and sort of contextualize and interpret to understand exactly what's going on in the text. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing stuff. And I, as I'm looking at this report, I'm pretty blown away. <laughs> Thank you. How so? I'm blown away um, just because it is, um, I mean, it's so thorough. And of course, I'm pretty thrilled to admit that uh, the first sentence here says, overall, the algorithm was very pleased with this manuscript, <laughs> which... Uh, it, it was. It, it, and that, that, it was, I mean, it's... It, when you spoke to me last time, Kelton, and you said you'd finished a novel and we're launching this service and you've interviewed me more than once now. So, I, of course, I couldn't resist saying, well, <laughs> let us look at it. And um, and, and I, then when you sent it, I thought, oh, gosh, I do hope that that, that this is good news. Of right. course I did. And the, the, the part how the service works, someone would give a manuscript as you did, uh, um, send it to, to us. And yeah. uh, Matt does that first uh, run and it comes out like masses of spreadsheets that he sends to me uh, and they wouldn't make any sense this is what I'm saying you need to have the training to contextualize what you're doing with all these spreadsheets of information and he just wrote in his email it's a really really great great book you know he's doing so much stuff right this is great news so of course I went straight into the detail and <laughs> what I then do is create that report with there was about 10 very chunky and specific pieces um, of commentary for you to take away and, and yeah. start a video conference with. So I'm I'm glad that you like it, and I'm really glad that the that as far as the algorithm goes, even though you've got a very literary novel and a fairly experimental one, it's very very positive. You're doing so much stuff right, showing off your MFA. I think I read that you have. <laughs> in, in I, I, I don't I don't have a traditional MFA, but I do have a. Uh, a creative writing degree, so I have a actually. Oh, well, there you go. You're think, showing it off in the mic. Sure. <laughs> I have a, I have the rare a bachelor's in creative writing, which I think is only offered at a couple of schools. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was thrilling to see positive results, and of course, I was wiping sweat off my brow um, when the report came back. But uh, but exciting to see, um, and the the feedback itself is uh, I think invaluable, and I think one of the things that authors should know, um, not to bore you with the specifics of, of my particular book, which is a literary novel, as I am getting ready to reach out now to seek representation for this novel. Looking at this this feedback um, and these scores, you know, I think um, offers quite a bit. I think authors will be fiction authors will be very very thrilled by the service because it would probably offer some things that maybe a developmental editor wouldn't be able to see obviously and matt you can maybe talk a little bit about you know how the algorithm is you know do, doing some pretty sophisticated stuff that uh i don't think a human might be able to pick up on specific things we can talk about are um you know maybe style markers or you know when, when we're talking about voice and and some of the the feedback that comes back maybe you can dig into a little bit more about that sure yeah you know a lot of uh, talk in my field right now has been about something called distant reading which is the idea of sort of using computation to study text from afar as it were as opposed to close reading where you're you know human human reading but really i think and i've sort of begun to make this argument this idea of distant reading it's it's distant on the one hand but it's also microscopic on the other 
because what the computer is able to do is to pick up these sort of these subtle features of the text that we really miss as human readers. It's able to kind of keep an eye on the things. I mean, even something as simple as the, the use of function words is the kind of thing that the computer can very easily kind of keep track of. And one of the things that it will do is it'll look at your use of these high frequency function words and it'll look at the use of that in a variety of other texts, whether they be bestsellers or novels in a, in a particular genre. And it can compare them. It can say, how, how does this look compared to what we expect or what hits the list? And so then those are the sort of things that after comparison, we can kind of call out and say, hey, you know, your style is really in line with the kind of style that we see in this part of the market, right? Yeah. Or not. <laughs> in your case, it is. Sure. I, I, yeah, and that, of course, I, I'm thrilled by the results, and 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 I, I think you know it'd probably be good for authors to remember that going into this, um, that they should be prepared to receive, um, you know, this this feedback with an open mind, because um, to me it's kind of mind blowing. Like, oh yeah, of course there are things that I intended, um, but even from a perspective of an author's perspective it's like you're you're so close to the work right um that it's hard to yeah. it's hard to probably I, make these realizations and then when when you see that oh wow okay wow yeah okay there they are there, there's the results there's the words there's the character agency which i love um really cool stuff i think that um i mean my background unlike matt's is in um i, I used to be an acquisitions editor and it's such. It's so different to be able to um, look at this data now. I, so I used to have to talk to authors about improving their manuscripts from a traditional reading standpoint, and this is so different. And I obviously we know and hope that the authors we work with will find editors and, and, and agents, and they will do that traditional style work with them to complement what we're able to do now. And um, I, I find it fascinating every manuscript to go to an author and say blind this is what the computer is telling me in data that your book what your book is about and what you're trying to achieve and it's not just um in a category of oh it's a romance or it's literary but it's it's really you know your your characters have a certain level of agency that they're existential and you know i think i that's something that i wrote in your report there's some suggestion that there's some existential philosophizing or thinking about life going on with your characters and and so on and that you can get that um just from an algorithm is, is still fascinating to me, even though we've been working together, Matt and I now for so long. And one thing I like to ask authors, and, and so I'm going to ask you now, is the report that I've sent you, does it does it reflect the book? Do, do you look at it and think, yeah, that's the book that I wrote, that what it's telling me is is my understanding of it, even though it hasn't been read by a human? Yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty eye-opening, honestly, because... Um, you know, I think maybe an author who's writing, you know, something a little bit more literary might not, because you are so close to it, you might, might not be able to see the shape. And I think the shape um, especially was pretty eye-opening to me, uh, the plot shape. Um, and of course, you deliver uh, kind of a graph there um, that's included in the, in the author report, which is pretty amazing. But um, it's just really eye-opening. And yeah, absolutely, Jody. I do see my book there <laughs> and uh, I didn't, you know, it's like, you just don't know uh, until you get, get that feedback. And um, this is pretty, pretty, I mean, it's really, really um, 
I, I would say encouraging because you don't know until you, until you see <laughs> the results. Yeah, and our intention, of course, is to is to show you your book in, in some way because we show you a plot line and I've never seen an author be shown a plot line and not suddenly have a different understanding of the work that they've done because it's, it's a kind of a bird's eye view instead of um, the linear narrative way we usually think when we're writing. So um, we do show you some things in a different way that you likely know, hoping that we give you it from a different um, vantage point or perspective. But And we really are very clear on the things that we think you're doing really right and, if, and what you could improve upon or go back to. So I think in your report, we might have said, hey, send it out. We totally support you ready for commentary from agents and editors and use that as well. But if you do want to draft again, these are the little areas you might want to improve upon if you if you want to take your book in that direction so yeah. um we're hoping that people get a takeaway that they um will go and revise and become ultimately more successful yeah matt did you want to add anything else about the the plot plot line plot structure stuff or well i think that from one perspective what we're really doing is providing a level of detail and a level of information that's sort of inaccessible at the level of a human read, right? And so it's, we can point out what your book is doing. Ultimately, though, it's you as an author who will decide whether you like what we think it's doing or if you want to change what you think it's doing, right? Yeah. So with the, with the pot, for example, um, we learn things about sort of where the the peaks of um, and 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 low points in conflict and sentiment are, and so you might decide, boy, I I think that that central conflict needs to be stronger, or you might say, no, that this is the kind of book I wanted to write. So it's not uh, I wouldn't want to present the service as if we're trying to tell you how to change the book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't insist. I mean, we we just bring up. So I think in your case, we said, okay, this looks to be you're achieving a certain literary um, kind of experimental at certain, that LA weight, that the tone uh, novel, is that what you intend? Yeah. Um, because if not, let's talk about it and, and see, we can help you talk through getting to your intention. And if it is, hey, don't change it. But if you're open to some more comments, just to kind of enrich your mind, think about sometimes it's nice to just get feedback on, on our work. We might say you might want to drive some more action in and the last third or something like that. And um, some literary authors might say, no, I'm, I'm purposefully keeping it different from that. And we say, great, good for you. We're just uh, offering advice on successful novels across the board and giving you things to think about. No. We're not bossy. I think that's what we're both trying to say. We try <laughs> to be helpful and not no. bossy. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I think with with both of your backgrounds, it's pretty obvious that that you're going into this with the intention of really, really getting manuscripts where they need to get, and if they are where they intend to be, then kudos. You know, it's it's just confirmation. I think for me, it's it's some some truly great confirmation on you know where the book is at, and um, you know, I'm a I'm a writer who's. Um, at the place where I'm, I'm ready to, to uh, get it out to the world, and and um, I, based on this feedback and this information, I will make a couple more tweaks uh, before I, I send it out, um, seeking representation. So, thank you so much for uh, 
making me a a, a guinea pig in this um, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic uh, service. Yeah. If, if you have a manuscript, a full length uh, fiction manuscript ready to go um, that you want to plug into the bestseller code uh, service. So it's archerjockers.com and um, we're offering three kinds of service that I can maybe tell your um, listeners about and, and you should you continue writing um, we have um, this experience that you've had which is just a, a single manuscript review any book in any genre just we focus on one book and then we have uh, as you may know many many writers are writing in series now um, romance authors thriller authors they like James Patterson and um, E.L. James they, they keep their characters going book after book and so we offer um, a series review where um, we can take um, up to um, six books in a series and look at them all together and spend a little longer with an author looking at the strength of different areas of the series, uh, which is exciting. And then we're going to offer a VIP service that will be for likely um, established authors with a backlist. Um, some people have many many books already so these these authors might already be on the list they might have already made it or might be on their way up or going to the next level and they really just want to understand their craft from a different perspective and when do they get the opportunity to see their works laid bare in this way so um three kind of services that we're excited about all from the first of december fantastic archerjockers.com slash services and uh, Jody, Matt, did you want to leave us with any final thoughts, Matt? Well, I'm delighted that uh, that you let us uh, that you shared your manuscript with us and and let us run it through the uh, the program. And of course, we're delighted to see how well it did. <laughs> well, I was pretty thrilled, and and uh, I was biting my nails for quite a few days uh, waiting to hear back. But uh, thank you so much for your time and for your fantastic service, um, which of course will be linked to. Um, at writerfiles.fm for this episode and in the show notes. And um, again, thank you so much for your time and uh, kudos on the service. Uh, I think it will be invaluable to many, many authors. Thank you much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us for this special edition of The Writer Files. You can always drop by writerfiles.fm with any comments or questions on the shows or hit me up on Twitter at Kelton Reed. Cheers. Talk to you next week.